0: Welcome to Brand New Information, a pop culture and political podcast. I am Suzanne from My Kind of Sweet and The Sober Mom Life.
1: I'm Jay from New Hampshire.
0: Each week, I'll teach my brother about pop culture.
1: I'll teach my sister about politics. And I think we'll all learn something along the way. That's beautiful. Hey, welcome to Brand New Information, everyone. We have a very special guest today. And I like to call her the VLM. Which stands for very liberal mom. So it's it's our mom. Hi mom.
0: Hi, kiddo. Wait, I'm here too. Hi. What about me? Hi, sweet girl. Okay, thanks. Mm. Hi. Hi. It's great to be here and to see you guys at work. Mom, we've been talking about you a lot on this podcast. This is the first
2: time you're actually on the podcast, but it's not the first time you've been on the podcast. (laughs) I know. I thought it would be good for me to show up and show that I can string together words and I'm actually... Let's see you do some technology. Well, (laughs) wait, I was told there would be no technology. (laughs) You've (laughs) got a
1: modem saga that keeps going where you're trying to get a modem (laughs) attached to the internet.
2: I was on hold for two hours and eight minutes waiting, and I still don't have a modem.
0: My favorite thing was last week, Mom had to use her landline, and so she would call me on her landline, and she'd be like, yeah, so then anyway, bleep, it went in, and then bleep, and she kept hitting the buttons like old school with her chin. Wait, Wait a minute. <laughs> I have to say, do I sound like that? No, you sound like, you sound like oh, the salt
2: County Dems. Oh, for God's oh, sake. Oh, I love stone. I, I don't sound like that. I try not to sound like that. I do bit. think saying the word stone always comes. It's that diphthong. There's that, that dip sconny. Yeah.
0: I'm the proud dip-scan. Wisconsinite. Dipscon. <laughs> 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 okay, so we're here. We're doing another deep dive. And this one is near and dear to our hearts. Not uh, to yet. your heads. Yeah. And to our hearts and our heads, not just because it's our mom, but because it's about mental health. So we wanted to have mom on the pod and we were like, yeah, sure, we could bull bleep our way through it. But we figured we should actually talk about something worthwhile. And that is mental health. And mom is a mental health expert because
2: (laughs) I am a therapist.
1: She became a therapist when we were in college, so... Rather than just calling mom with our daily troubles, we would call mom and she would be like, well, you're obviously suffering from, you know, post-latent, you know, borderline (laughs) psychology (laughs) disorder.
0: Mine was always... This is situational depression. <laughs> it will
2: pass. <laughs> no, it won't. Wait a minute. Let me give you a diagnosis, and then we'll talk further. Actually— I think
1: my, mine had something to do with narcissism. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Still but my, does. my thing is that wouldn't you be narcissistic if you were me?
2: Oh, see, that's the classic narcissist kind of comment. I mean, right? I feel like we are narcissists, though. We
0: started a podcast to listen to our own voice. <gasps> Remember, Dad used to always say, you just want to hear your own—
2: Hear yourself hear, talk, no, yeah.
1: Don't talk just to hear yourself talk. And that's is literally kind of what, what we're, we're doing did. now.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as I have said, since you started this, I'm so happy that everybody gets to hear you guys because I've been listening to you for decades, all this clever banter, and now you get to share it with Norway. <laughs> <laughs> we are big in Norway.
1: <laughs> we are big in Norway. The Norwegians have a really great sense of what is good.
2: <laughs> what is funny
1: what is funny what is worth listening to um they're very they're known for their their taste discernment
2: yeah they're discerning their judgment
1: taste. yeah so this is basically a conversation that we would generally have in the kitchen at mom's house
2: That's yeah right. only That's right.
1: recorded for the entire world to listen to
2: I thought I was told it wouldn't be the entire world. This one is. This one's a worldwide release. Okay.
1: Yeah, the other ones were just a limited release. Uh, This is a worldwide (laughs) release.
0: Yep. Okay, so let's talk about the state of the world. Okay, let's focus on our country. Let's talk about our country's mental health. Poor. Okay. Check. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Next.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good. I I see what you've done there. Um, we'll, We'll we'll be moving on.
2: Thank you mom it was so nice having yeah, I know, you, you on. know I just was so glad to share what I know <laughs> Actually really I have seen such an uptick in people suffering from depression a lot of anxiety substance Use and abuse and relapse and... So the
0: pandemic has been good for business? Yes, exactly.
2: <laughs> so We try not to think of it in those terms. Oh, okay. But actually, it isn't just since the pandemic, though. That was a, a huge increase. But even just the beginning of the Trump years, I can't tell you how many people have been having sleepless nights. And, of course, their therapist has been, too. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so the the Trump... Uh, years were really concerning for a lot of people. I actually have had some clients that have been conspiracy buyer-inners.
1: Is oh, that a thing? really?
0: hmm Yeah. So like Q? You see Q? I,
2: I see Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Can we get Q on the pod?
2: Yeah. Does anybody know who Q is?
1: Isn't he the same as Banksy? I thought it was Banksy. Banksy.
2: No, Banksy's, Banksy's so much good. cooler than Q. Banksy's good.
1: I'd like Banksy on the pod.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, everyone too. would like that. Yeah. But so, yeah, a lot of mental health uh, struggles and the pandemic made things so much worse.
1: Yeah. Well, and you see, you see every chart or graph of a social malady or a social ill, you see it's relatively constant. And then in 2020, the line just shoots up.
2: Yes, that's correct. And Jay, you have mentioned this. And I, since you said it to me, I've really thought about it. When they say, well, this got worse because of the pandemic, whatever the malady is, this became worse because of the pandemic. But as you pointed out, it isn't just the pandemic. It's the lockdown from the pandemic. That's what really made people suffer.
1: Well, the virus didn't make people abuse others. The virus didn't drive people to drink more. The virus didn't increase people's reliance on drugs. The virus didn't make it so that kids couldn't learn. It was our response to the virus that did all of these things. That's right. And
0: as a mom overnight, my village was gone. Mm -hmm. And so I know we have a lot of moms who listen stay at home moms work from home moms like overnight, you just had no school for your kids. You had to figure out Zoom school, no grandparents to help, no nannies, no housekeeper to help and and I know those are very privileged things, but as a mom who needs a community when those things are just gone overnight, I mean tch,
2: yeah. whoa, yeah, it was well, this horrible. idea
1: that we can take away something that is such a social foundation like school and say, okay, everybody go home. I mean, there are a lot of kids for whom school was their only source of, of food, their only yeah. source mm-hmm. of structure, their only safety. source of safety.
0: Uh-huh. And technology. Mm-hmm. And like and it, it's connection. so myopic
1: to think that, you know, every can everybody can just work from home and we can pause things. I mean that's that's mm-hmm. true for the for the laptop class, but it's not true for a huge portion of, of society.
2: That's correct. And I saw, you know, working from home, I worked from my dining room table for a year. There were people that really struggled to connect, um, that really had a hard time. We were doing telehealth. That is one thing that was a positive result from the pandemic in terms of treatment because insurance companies would previously not pay for telehealth it had to be an in-person interview session and and so because of the demand we had to be approved to do telehealth and insurance paid since that time we've gone back to work we're back in the office back in the clinic and they are still allowing telehealth so we have you know a hybrid so some people i i have one one woman no names who just never was able to get to an appointment on time when we were in the clinic never could get on time she i we'd have a 50 minute appointment she'd come 25 minutes yeah. late And with telehealth, I mean, she's there on time, every time, in her pajamas and who cares. Yeah. So it really was... was more accessible. Right. It was accessible. It was, you know, I've met a lot of pets. (laughs) So a lot of people... Even the pets need help sometimes. Yeah, you know, that's right. Our pets'
1: heads are falling off. Yeah, (laughs) pretty much.
2: See, you know, sometimes I get those references that you guys make. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think this is such an important conversation because... The virus and the ticking off of how many people lost their lives, and that's horrible and horrifying, and that was so front and center, probably as it should have been at first. I mean, they had to figure out what this virus was, but then this mental health conversation still seems to be secondary, and I just don't think it should be secondary now. I mean, it should be front and center because we are all mental health warriors. I truly believe my mental health is as important as my physical health. So, Jay, just like, I mean, you know, our dad passed away last year and we actually were just talking a few months ago, you and I, about, wait a second, how did the lockdown and just the isolation affect dad's mental health? Because his mental health had a lot to do with how he passed away.
1: Yeah, he was isolated quite a bit at the end and... I mean, everyone was isolated and mm-hmm. he just sort of, we looked at our situation and thought, well, you know, this is the way it is for everyone. But then now looking back at it, uh, we can see that dad's isolation, dad's sort of lack of social contact, his social structure just being taken away. I mean, he mm-hmm. had this, there was a, a despair component that I think yeah. led to, you know, his demise actually.
0: Right.
2: And just because it was like that for everybody doesn't mean it's normal. Right. And it also wasn't like that for everybody. As you said, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the class that we were in, in a lot of ways, we still were connected. I mean, I, that first Easter, I couldn't come to see you guys and I was home alone, but we Zoomed. And so I felt, and there was a lot of connection like that where... Wait, can I just say something? Can I say home? Alone and resumed. <laughs> Did I say okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, we were at our home. How, do, how does that sound? Home, 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 home. home. alone, home. And resumed. Alone. Okay, we started back up, but we were connected. I felt connected. Well, you know, that's that's something about this last technology bullshit. Bleep, bleep bleep that i've ha- been struggling with my phone sim card brand new phone didn't work and my internet there went we out and so <laughs> i was completely isolated in my little house in the woods and it felt i'm used to did it, the woods did that sound wisconsin house like, in the woods <laughs> <laughs> um but so oh so i uh, now you made me it's loose. okay mom <laughs> it's we love how you talk yeah you just
0: I, continue on okay
2: but so I'm used to texting at least Suzanne every single morning, and I couldn't do that. And and I mean, just she text me every single I know, morning? Did you
0: see? And and it's but at, do you least, know- at least Suzanne?
2: But but you know what? I Jay, <laughs> like I said to you, least. hold on, hold on, because I said when when that first came out, you guys were at my house, and I mentioned that I text you every morning. And partly I do that so you know I'm alive. I live alone, <laughs> and then if you hear from me every morning, you know I'm alive. <laughs> That's great. So I do that, and then I said to Jay. Jay, does that make you feel bad that I don't text you every morning? Said, Oh no, I don't want you to text me every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I so like to way, get a text clear. from you
1: every morning, just as long as there's no obligation to respond.
2: <laughs> oh, but see, then that, that that's not that doesn't. It's feel the obligation
1: good. that's kind of the problem. How for about me? just a?
0: <laughs> I like how you call it an obligation instead of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That with, your, sort of <laughs> with your mom,
1: it's kind of tied back to my issues
2: <laughs> the narcissism you mean, or like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> bam!
1: <laughs> All right, so what are, you know, going back to how the pandemic is affecting our mental health and the pandemic response, we found out uh this morning that the Biden administration just dropped the testing requirement for travelers returning to the U.S., which is something that people have been pushing to drop. It's been kind of this this restriction that's been hanging on for much longer than it's probably needed. And this is being celebrated, of course, as, you know, us turning the page, which we sorely need to do. However, the CDC also said that they will reassess in 90 days and potentially return the testing restrictions.
2: Okay. So you know what that says to me? Anxiety. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought too. The, okay, so this is not eliminating any anxiety; it's just keeping that in the back of your mind, which is which it's is what he
1: of 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 returning. It's a, th- and- it's
2: a threat. Yeah, it, it's a threat
0: that this is all going to fall apart again, which it did. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like. Jay, you and I come from mom. You and dad got divorced. Yes,
2: so we did ki- get divorced.
0: Yeah, so kids who... In 1990. Yeah, so kids who lived through that, it kind of felt like our, our world fell apart. And that happened again in COVID. And so this idea that it might fall apart at any minute, I mean, that's a lot of anxiety to live with. And that's what the last... If you're not depressed, you have anxiety <laughs> over the last two years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it feels like.
1: I mean, isn't a good... Uh... A good aspect of this is that anxiety and depression are getting more general acceptance and we're we're understanding it more?
2: I think that that's probably true. However, if there were services available for people, that would be awesome. I work for a clinic that has seven locations and we have had to stop intakes and we have 300 people on the waiting list, which is Has that ever happened before? Never. We've never stopped intakes before. We're hiring people all of the time. In the state of Wisconsin, we do have a problem with getting – there's there's a backlog of getting people licensed. So we're trying – you know, I'm working with, you know, our assemblyman to try to get that sped up so people can provide services. But it's a travesty. I have a friend who said he just tried to get medication for ADHD. He needs to be tested. He's willing to do that. Sep- the end of September is when he can get in. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, the, people are aware that it's necessary. People are accepting that people are depressed and anxious. And then what? So is this when...
0: Places like Talkspace and BetterHelp and that online. I mean, you've seen those if you listen to a podcast. And if if you'd like to advertise on brand new information, we are definitely taking advertisers.
1: <laughs> I mean, just just from an altru- altruistic standpoint. And we just want to help people. So yeah, if any, it's any not of about these, the money. if any of th- these online platforms want to advertise, we would... I mean, for the good of society, we right, would... Right, right. We would promote that.
2: I love that about you, too. (laughs) (laughs) For
1: a small fee.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, you can't listen to a podcast without hearing an ad for them. So, I mean, I I guess that's good. That is more accessible. But it's also, that's expensive. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know. Certainly, insurance isn't going to pay for Mm -hmm. a talk, whatever those are. (laughs) Mom, what what do you suggest? Mom just slammed talk, talk (laughs) whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, people need services, and I'm all for it.
1: So, somebody is dealing with anxiety, dealing with some other issues, calls a place like your clinic and set and you know, here's we don't have any spaces until September. What do you suggest that person do?
2: Um <laughs> mom's, mom's number is five five five. That's right. That's right. 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 Well certainly not being isolated is mm. really important and talking about it You know, talking about stuff helps, Mm -hmm. even if you're not talking to a professional. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that has struck me in my 20 years of doing this is when I do an intake with someone, basically what I'm doing is just hearing their story. I'm asking questions. I'm just listening. I'm trying to understand What is going on with them? I'm not really doing any intervention. I'm just listening. And I can't tell you how many times people stand up after that first intake and say, Oh my God, I feel so much better already. Hmm. And all I did was listen. Mm -hmm. And so you, if you have friends or, you know, anybody in your circle that is suffering, Mm -hmm. listening is just incredibly powerful.
1: Well, there's a tendency to want to fix. I mean, when you hear something, you're like, well, here's the solution. And mom, you do that with us.
2: You know, I remember that, Jay. And can I tell you? I remember. I like how she says she remembers it. Like, mom, you did that like last week. (laughs) (laughs) I try to be better at that. I do. Like therapeutically, I would never do that. I would never (laughs) solve problems. But I remember this was long ago. When maybe when you were out in New Hampshire, Jay, for the first few years, you would call with something that was distressing, and I remember I would always, well, did you try, did you try? Did you do well? What about? And you said, Mom. I have tried everything that's logical to try. I don't need you to solve this. I just want to tell you. And and it was so, that's exactly right. And that was even when I was a therapist. But when it's your kids. Right. You're a mom. You yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah. And I've helped you solve problems throughout your life, I hope. Jake, can Which you tie ones? your shoes Which <laughs> Yeah. Which ones? Yeah. You're still working on I that, right? I didn't think he'd ever learn how to put his socks on. I remember that. He didn't. I,
1: I don't wear, I never wear socks. I hate wearing socks. I well, there it. you go. There you go. You
2: probably it's have too them on hard. Wrong. Yeah, it's too hard. <laughs> but yes, that right. You don't have to solve problems. You just have to listen. It's just a, a wonderful thing for people to be understood well, and heard.
0: Right, and I, I think that even Suzanne, are you get- crying? No, I It's something. I had, it's really dusty in here. I'm in my eye. I think it's allergies. I think to get people to talk. Because, mom, what do you always say that the first when when someone when Jay's depressed when someone let's just say Jay, yes, when he's depressed, your first inclination oh. and what you first want to do is isolate. Is isolate,
2: right? Mm-hmm. And yes, the, wait that's to isolate the
1: me while I'm depressed.
2: It's no. The that- fir- no. <laughs> it's the first thing we do and the worst thing we do. We, we pull, we withdraw and pull back. and
1: which is exactly what we did in the pandemic response. That's
0: right. That's right. right. And that's the worst thing you can do. And even I know when I'm feeling just depressed or just down and just like my life is just a bleep hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the first thing that you want to do. I have to kind of make myself do that. And then it does feel better. I mean, just that release
2: of emotion and stuff I don't even know I'm going to say. And, you know, I- that makes me think of when I... Particularly men, and I don't want to be gender biased, but a lot of times when I have mm-hmm. a, a male client, and if I say to them, they're telling me whatever's going on in their life, and I say, how do you feel about that? They often say, well, there's nothing I can do about it, mm. which is wh- not what I asked. Mm-hmm. And and that's that idea that, well, if I can't do anything about it, I might as well just shut up about mm-hmm. it. But that's not true. Being able to talk about how you feel... Even if there's not a immediate remedy, it does help. Mm -hmm. So if you can't get into a professional, you can still talk to people. Mm -hmm.
1: There's this bootstrap mentality. I mean, we're we're raised, and I I think men are raised, especially with this idea that you know you, you come to a challenge, you need to confront it. You you know you pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You you know be strong, and to some extent, that's helpful, but. Like everything, there's the flip side to that, where it ends up being this pressure where when you are clearly struggling, it's very hard to admit that you are.
2: Right. And there is a strength in admitting that. That's totally. one of the the sort of counterintuitive things. and And again, particularly for men. To say it is a courageous thing. It is a strong thing to say how afraid you are
0: or sad. And the idea that if you don't say it, that it's not there. Right. I mean, that's just couldn't be more wrong. I mean, I always think of it as mold in the basement. Mm. It's like you can close that basement door.
2: Yeah. You know, you can close
0: it for a long time. The mold is still there. It's going to grow. And it grows. And it grows and it grows. And it's going to reach you at some point. I mean, it's still
1: there. I mean, Schrödinger would say that the mold is both <laughs> yeah. there and not there. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, don't it's
0: not a it. cat. It's don't, not a box. I'm
2: talking mold. I, yeah. I think
1: our listeners yeah. are very educated and with it, but they might not know the thought experiment of Schrödinger's cat, where it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Schrödinger um, had a cat put it in a box with some poison, and the question is,
2: which is a good thing for a cat. <laughs> <laughs> mom, mom, mom <laughs> tried to say that off, Mike, but I'm pretty sure we picked it up. Mom's not a cat, not fan. a cat person, not a cat person.
1: You actually she jumped out it on when one. you were a you were a kid. You stepped on one and it died. Well, I let's didn't talk do about it on that.
2: Purpose. I think that's scarred me, and so I'm yeah.
1: So that's why you don't <laughs> like cats because
2: right <laughs> because I killed one when I was a little girl and it was traumatic for the cat particularly. Again, the animals' rights people—they just well, love Sch-
1: us. <laughs> Schrödinger would. So, the question is the cat's in a closed box with poison. You don't know whether the cat's eaten the poison. Um, so, is the cat living or dead? And Schrodinger would say that the cat is both living and dead at the same time. And if you open the box to look at the cat, the act of opening the box removes the question as to whether the cat's open and dead or, or open and dead. <laughs> the cat's living <laughs> well, or you dead. you
2: can't make a mistake in this crowd,
1: Jay. Yeah. No. <laughs> y- whether you open the box, um you find out the answer to the question as to whether the cat's living or dead, And therefore your opening the box killed the cat in the case that it's dead,
0: right. And you apply the same reasoning to surfing, whether or not <laughs> whether or not you're I, a good surfer or not.
1: <laughs> I've not surfed, but so because I have not surfed, I am both a great surfer and a bad <laughs> surfer. And if I were to surf,
2: then I we wouldn't know. F-
1: potentially that become a bad horrible. surfer. So as, because I've never surfed, I am a great surfer right now and a bad surfer. So mm-hmm, both yes. realities exist. What I don't want to do is collapse reality into a scenario where I'm a bad surfer. So I'm a, I'm a good surfer. It would be bad surfer. for your
2: narcissism to be bad at something. <laughs> Snap, Mom I don't keeps really calling you, a know, narcissist, you know. I, <laughs> I,
1: I never really experienced that phenomenon. <laughs> I've never experienced that phenomenon. So, I, you know, that's just theoretical at this point.
0: Okay, so let's just bring it back around. This discussion about mental health and to kind of turn this political because that's what we tend to do.
2: Okay. Oh, mom. Did oh, you- well, one thing we didn't mention was people's substance abuse during this period. Right. And right. I would think that would be dear to your heart. That. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, because- <laughs> I mean, because it's <laughs> your
0: <Yeah>. – Wow. Okay. <laughs> right. So I Not do have – Not untrue. <laughs> I have a a podcast coming out, The Sober Mom Life, because I stopped drinking January 2020, right before this all happened. And that really, just getting through the pandemic, getting through the lockdown, getting through the isolation and the mothering children solo um, without drinking, I started sharing that and so many people. It's just caught on like crazy because I think so many people have either questioned their drinking during the pandemic. Moms especially, I think, are drinking more than ever, understandably, because we've been tricked to think that alcohol helps our anxiety and well, we everything. C- we,
1: kept, we kept liquor stores open and we closed schools. Liquor right. stores mm-hmm. never closed.
2: Mm-hmm. And boy, did I see... That, in my clientele, that people who had been sober for a long time just relapsed in in a big, serious way, like a point two three eight blood alcohol content mm-hmm. so it, and it made me think of the the mold scenario, the idea that if if i don't Pay attention to it. It won't be there. Mm -hmm. And alcohol is a great way not to pay attention to things. And so a lot of relapse during that period. And, you know, and it's hard for people when they've been sober for a long time, they relapse. It's really hard to get back on that. Mm -hmm. So,
0: Especially when their village is taken away and their community and their connection and their job. Yeah, a
2: lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah, and,
1: and the, just the overarching anxiety of everything.
2: Right. I You're mean, totally. the, the
1: way that the media really pushes the fear and pushes the anxiety. And mom, we've talked about how showing pictures of needles um, related to the oh. vaccination campaign and any yes. any story about vaccination has a picture of a needle. And I, I'm so bad. afraid. I, I hate needles. I'm afraid of needles. And for me, I have a visceral response to seeing the needles on, on the, you know, the front page of the, you know, news sites and, and, and things. You, you're but,
0: afraid of needles that much?
1: I mean, not enough to like freak out when I, when I see a picture of one, but I, I definitely feel yeah. an uptake in the anxiety when I see a picture of it, like a needle going into the skin like that. Yeah. You know, that.
0: That's why you don't have tattoos. I have a lot of tattoos.
1: And why mess with Perfection. Is why I don't have <laughs> tattoos. Uh, and there
2: it is. Yeah. Oh, but, it all comes back,
1: Mom. you said yes, that that that's a that's a trigger for for a lot of addicts.
2: That's correct. And even before the pandemic, when a news. You know, Channel would run something about opiate addiction. They'd always show a needle drying up the heroin. It's such a trigger for, for people who are addicted to opiates. And it's just not necessary. You mm-hmm. don't have to show a needle to tell the story of a vaccine or an opiate. Um, it seems so insensitive. Yeah. it It seems ignorant. Yeah. Like yeah. they just don't even have a freaking clue. A freaking clue. Oh, clue. for See? God's sakes.
1: <laughs> well, but their whole point is to elicit some response, so maybe it's not ignorant. Maybe it's maybe the anxiety response is the point. Maybe that's well, what they well, well, it it get clicks. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's when you talk about big alcohol and marketing and all of these things that it, I mean, it's a, it's a big bleep and trick. That's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like al- alcohol companies don't think I mean, they know that red wine doesn't help with anxiety. Mm -hmm. They know that it's not going to help moms. Wait, it doesn't? Be better moms. (laughs) Yeah, be better moms or escape, you know, like, or make their day better, make motherhood easier. They know that. They just need them as a target market now because the old white men keep dying. Anyway, that will be on the Sober Mom Life podcast found anywhere you listen to (laughs) podcasts. But, yeah, so, yeah, I'm glad you brought it around to that because that is – so dangerous,
1: Mom. Would you recommend that people just shut off from news? Well, I mean, you're the worst example of this because you, <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I am, I <laughs> uh, am.
1: No, no offense, you're, but Mom, you're, you're, you're Horrible at this. <laughs> I
2: know. I know. In fact, I call my kids to talk me off the ledge often. Talk about a spiral. Oof. Oh, yeah. I'm. I'm so. I, yeah. I have to limit my viewing. In my In your Twittering? I do. I actually moved Twitter from my main page on my phone or the this whatever the screen. Yeah. The, 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 I moved it over so I don't see it. So now you have to sw- just swipe a little. Right. But I, but it's I, just right over you know, there. It's like a needle. You don't see it. You don't feel triggered. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> um, is it there or is it not there? Is it both there and not that's there? A,
2: that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exact. But I do um, advise people to limit their intake of the – because as you often say, Jay – It's such a sensational they have the news has to come up with something that's um, I do often say that you well you say it in a more concise way I mean you have to look at their motivation right you have to look at every news source what their (laughs) what is each news sources agenda everyone has an agenda. And yet I, I'm really – I struggle with this because I want to know what is happening. And one of the things that's very distressing to me is the sort of ennui, the nobody's really paying attention. Ennui, There's, boredom, tedium. Yes, yes. That's French. Thank you for yes. boring.
1: That was an SAT word that I still, I, I and, still and have memorized. And my daughter,
2: she a ennui. Oh, yes. She always I'm bo- how I I'm pronounce bored. things. I'm but it's worrisome that people aren't worried. And so I don't want to do the head in the sand thing because there's real danger to our democracy right now. There's stuff that people have to pay attention to. And if they're watching Johnny they're, therapy. we're now taking I a need turn. Therapy. <laughs> we are taking a turn. <laughs> right. So that's that's my you know, it's it's we can't be dichotomous about this. Watch the news all the time, don't watch the news at all. We have to take care of our mental health, but also don't just ignore what's happening. We just
1: can't. That's a that's a really hard balance to strike. And I, I think that... Everything's
2: a hard balance.
1: Oh, oh ouch. Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything about life is a balance, right? Everything is.
1: I, I feel like I need to shut off every once in a she while. I think got you on yeah, that she, one. I feel, I I feel like... I, <gasps>
2: I got silence. That's something. I
1: feel like I need to just unplug every once in a while and and focus on things that make me feel good i i like i can't absolutely i can't be concerned about everything and there is a there's a real outrage fatigue that i i end up feeling where i remember there was a um back i don't know 15 years ago there was some issue with peanuts like peanut butter like there was a peanut butter
0: there was just a peanut butter recall like last week did you know that no i didn't
1: Okay. But the, like, I was oh, like, you heard okay, so first. I'm supposed to be outraged about peanut butter now. Like, I, I,
0: what do you mean? Like the allergy? No, it,
1: I don't. Maybe it was, I don't even remember what it was, but it was something very mundane. And it was like this big story. And I just, just like, I can't, I can't, I don't have the energy to do that to be outraged about this.
0: Okay, that's how I also feel about these little mini cancellations like the Washington Post drama that I'm like I just can't like I I can't be outraged about everything. Like I just don't have the time. It's also
2: so tiring. And I'm retiring, so I will have time to be outraged.
1: I know, I know. outraged.
0: Jay, that's oh, true, you geez. know, this
2: is coming. Oh no! <laughs> no, I'm going to garden. I'm not going to be outraged. Mom's going to be outraged by these damn mandibila <laughs> and the
0: chipmunks.
2: <laughs> yeah, well,
1: those are at least things in real life. You know that that yeah. You know things that are real. That's true. Uh, like I feel like this this sort of national psychodrama just it's this it sucks you in, but it doesn't really truly affect your life. I mean the chipmunks do, but the insurrection doesn't.
2: Yeah, right. Okay, right. but well,
1: oh, <laughs>
0: did you breathe? <laughs> don't Jay. say that. that. You know, don't say that. <laughs> that. I mean, I think everyone has a different bandwidth for their mental health and what they can pay attention to and what they just have to tune out. And that's different for everybody. So you can't just say, yes, you can be outraged about this, not this. Maybe for you, the insurrection and all like the hearing and really following it is too much. And I think that's that's important to see for all of us, like what we want to pay attention to, what we can even – pay attention to and
2: ha- still have our mental health be a priority. And what can we do? That's the other thing. You know, if you're just, your hair is on fire and then that's just all that you do um, is just have burnt hair.
0: That's like kind of all I do. Do you remember that's when kind of, we
1: went you're doing. I don't
0: have time for anything Do you remember else?
1: when we went to that church service and the lady's hair caught on fire? <laughs>
0: The Christmas Eve, we were like, "What was it? Was it?" Smell? And her hair was like, <laughs> "Her hair's on." She a, had
1: so I much hairspray in her hair, and it was like crackling. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> That's right.
2: <laughs> and you that know, the, the most ser- memorable Christmas Eve service ever. And you
0: know the smell of burnt oh. hair. I mean, you just know <laughs> yes, that. Yes.
1: And everybody was yes. acting like nothing happened.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were beating the back of her head. <laughs> <laughs> like look at baby Jesus up there. We're like, this lady, you're on fire.
2: (sighs) She was okay. No one was harmed in that. I felt bad
1: for her. Because she seemed very embarrassed.
2: As well. (laughs) I mean, we're still talking about her like
0: seven years later. She's now on our podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If she'd like to come on the pod. (laughs) Right.
0: Right. (laughs) But so okay, so we've been talking a little bit about politics now and talking about mental health. I don't know. It just still feels like the Democrats, mom, I'm going to say it, Democrats don't really want, aren't as focused on mental health as they should be with the pandemic. It seems like it that, that's kind of a message that they've lost.
2: Yeah, I think it's Greg. Greg Abbott is the only one in, in, that's really concerned about mental health.
1: The governor of Texas?
2: Do you know what I'm talking? Yeah. Did you hear what he said after the shooting? We mental—it's all mental health. It's mental health, and he'd cut 1.3 million dollars—billion, million. One put out on lots of money wow. from their mental health budget in Texas. So I don't know why the Democrats aren't all over that. You know, we we have so many things to be all over. <laughs>
0: I, it just but seems you're right. like mental health should be front and center. It's it's the guns conversation. It's the pandemic lockdown conversation. It's the it's
2: everything. It is. You're right. You're well, right.
1: like I've been saying, Mom, and we've talked about this a lot. Where I think Biden needed to, or still needs to, have a big address to the nation and say. We've gotten past the pandemic version of the crisis. We're now in the endemic version. We did it together. Uh, We are turning the page. We are definitely turning the page. Not, we'll turn the page and then we'll reassess in 90 days.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Fauci, or as David Spade calls him, grouchy. (laughs) Grouchy. (laughs) Can just take um, a step aside.
1: (laughs) And then we will focus on mental health because we've all been through a collective trauma. We all are hurting and... We're we're transitioning our pandemic response to a mental health response, and mm-hmm. he hasn't done that. No, nobody has given us the green light, basically, because everybody's in CYA mo- mode all the time. And
0: what's mm-hmm. CYA how cover your? Oh, okay.
1: Bleep cover your bleep
0: um, CYB mode.
1: <laughs> so, and there are a lot of entities who are incentivized to keep this going. Not the least of which is the press. So, in the media and. I think the country needs to have a real definitive turning the page moment. We just haven't. It. It's mm-hmm. just this is the the tail of this of this graph is just going on and on and on and on. And mm-hmm. I, I think
0: mm-hmm. And just the threat of it happening again and this exact just lingering like, oh my God. Because what we've all been we're all traumatized by by the last two years. Mm-hmm. I mean we whether have PT- that's we a all big have PTSD T or little T. PTSD. Right. And mm-hmm. so that that has to be addressed just like mold in the basement. Like yeah, the yeah.
2: United States is gonna have mold in the basement. Yeah. I mean we <laughs> right. probably already do. Right. Right. And we need more providers. That's I, I don't know what the answer is there, but you know, certainly to streamline the licensing, but we need more providers for sure.
1: Well, I think I think big investment in in mental health and education, you know, transitioning med- public health to mental health as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's great. That's yeah. right. Yep.
0: Good. Well, well I'm gonna, glad we talked to the expert.
2: Are you going to ask me about the nineties? Oh, oh, we oh. almost
0: forgot fibro nostalgia. Okay, so we ask every guest, Mom, now you're our second guest, and Jay and I share every week something we miss about the 90s. And so, Mom, what do you miss about the
2: 90s? So, I was thinking about this as I was driving down here to Mm. Chicago today. And I was thinking, oh, there's nothing I miss about the 90s. But then I remembered we built our house in the 90s. It took 90, 91, and 92. You, Suzanne, you, Jay, and Grandpa, and I built that house. Mm -hmm. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's the thing I've done that I was most proud of. I still live in that house. Mm -hmm. It was just amazing. This
1: podcast is the hardest thing I've ever done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you said Invisalign was the hardest thing you've ever done. (laughs) So building our house, and I also was thinking it's why Jay is a, a rock climber. Because you, you were on the roof of the house eating lunch. Every chance you got, you'd go up onto the roof. And as a 22 foot peak, a 12, 12 pitch. I don't know if everyone will know what that means. but That's
1: when I became a Frisbatarian.
2: <laughs> yeah, right when you die. You're...
1: Where I was up on the roof and couldn't get me down. <laughs> yeah, right,
0: right. And I was just reading books, and then I would have to organize. the. And that's the, what I was thinking.
2: Yeah, The tool room. Organize the tool room. So you're a very, very organized person. I am. And that's because of the tool room. Thanks, Mom. So that's what I miss. I miss us working together on that project, building the house, and then being with Grandpa. That was just really just life-changing, really. That's nice, mom. Yeah, I that like is that. nice. I think
1: you should sell it.
2: <laughs> no, he keeps saying, Do you know what it's worth? You should sell it. It's like, No. No. So sentimental. <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> no, I love living in my house. And then that's not very cultural, though. So the cultural thing I miss is Blues Traveler. Oh,
1: really? Oh, Blues John Traveler. I miss, Did, is he alive? I miss Blues Traveler, too. I think he is still, well,
2: what? He was in a yeah. wheelchair when we saw him. Remember, oh, Genuinely really? Went, he had, be- had a do. car crash. Oh. We saw him in Madison.
0: I know that he was on a song with John Mayer, wasn't he? Like in the last 10 years?
1: Recently.
2: 10 years. <laughs> I mean, that's I, literally the last I, I heard. I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard them forever.
1: Do you remember I painted my room um, like the cover <laughs> of the Blues Traveler album?
0: Yes. I the, do. the checks, the black and white checks. No, no, uh, oh. this is
1: at Gary's. The swirls, yeah, the swirls. Remember, I did the swirls.
2: Yeah, yep. maybe, yeah. And Suzanne, and then you did sp- uh, splatter paint. S- that's the word. Pink, purple, purple and yellow, <laughs> and yellow. <laughs> along with
0: Ew. my swatch twin phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I heard about that.
0: Yeah, so oh, that's my night traveler. Really. <laughs> That's the music. That's what you miss. I know
2: the '90s. Well, I mean, like
1: I like Blues Traveler. I, I like know. the harmonica.
2: Yeah, I that was a great album. I don't remember what it was called. It was. But literally, of the
0: because Jay, you and I have decided and agreed this is the one thing <laughs> we agree on that the '90s has the best music. It's the it's, it's the, the best, best music. decade for music. Yeah, uh, of all time. Yeah. So, Mom, Blues Traveler's number one for you then? Maybe. How about the Jayhawks? Jay, are you wearing that T-shirt yeah, I, I like, bought you? I like the Jayhawks better.
1: Too big.
2: Oh darn! Nirvana. Uh yeah, mm, not so much for me. Okay. How about uh,
1: Marcus Bovary?
2: Oh, no now, there's a band. Didn't he die? He did. Okay, yeah. Well, he was not in a box
0: maybe <laughs> he, he was
2: later <laughs> He didn't eat poison <laughs> He wasn't a cat And on that, we always end on a high note, don't we? <laughs> so sensitive I've taught you mental health sensitivity Yeah well, Marcus thank you, Mom.
1: Schrodinger and the evil twins
2: <laughs> <laughs> This was great, you guys I'm so proud of you I listen to Thanks, every Mom. podcast more than once You do And I laugh out loud, truly <laughs> Aww. I love you guys.
1: You're actually half of our downloads.
2: (laughs) You know, I do my part and
0: five stars. (laughs) She did leave a review, and then when I saw a username, oh, for God's sakes, I'm like, oh, there's Mom's review. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for God's sakes. (laughs) Okay, well, thank you for being here, Mom. Thank you for having me. It
2: was wonderful. Thanks, Mom. Love you guys. Love you. Love, Moo. Love, Moo. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Brand New Information. If you liked what you heard, you can like, subscribe, share, um, print out copies to give to your family. If you don't like it, uh, just try us again next week because we're trying to get better. We're always trying to get better.
0: Okay, but also rate it five stars.
1: Is five stars the max?
0: I don't know. Okay, rate it six
1: stars. Six stars. Uh, Yeah. You can follow us on Twitter at brandnewinfopod.twitter.com.
0: Oh, good job. And on Instagram at brandnewinformationpod.
1: Thanks a lot. See you next week. Bye.